see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. episode of grassroots podcast make sure you you subscribe to us on soundcloud audio back spotify all the audio platforms as well as our youtube channel make sure you jump into discord that's where we're able to have further conversations about episodes after we release them and you'll be able to talk gaming music sports and all and yeah make sure you tune in every tuesday uh to our episodes i'm brandon killer bho one of the other hosts i came in i swooped in i was waiting i didn't want to cut you off Come on, use your, use your new mic. Us. Use your new mic, Nas. It's okay. <laughs> Speak into it. It's okay. Is what? What's up, bass in that voice, Nas? I'm going to be honest with you guys. My computer's lagging right now. I don't know why. Hey, so I just saw it like Brandon. Because you have, you have black people internet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, this intro is trash. <laughs> this intro is really bad. I'm Wilson. <laughs> got it. All right. Got it. We'll, just, we'll, we'll, we'll battle. Through. I don't know. I don't know if it was as bad as the debates that happened recently. I mean, at least we are not interrupting each other. Yeah. We're, I'm talking. We've been. We're, I'm talking. I'm, no, it's I'm, I'm speaking. It's, I'm speaking. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hated the coverage after, man. <laughs> what? The coverage after what? Why? What? Of, 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 of I'm speaking? CNN and everybody trying to claim that he was mansplaining. Who, who, who specifically are we talking about? Context. The media tried to claim that Mike Pence was mansplaining during the debate. Can you explain to the audience what mansplaining is? Okay. Mansplaining is when you, you explain something to a woman in a condescending way. Yes. Alleged, yes. Allegedly. So, so during, a debate, during a debate, if you're debating a woman and you're trying to explain something, you're mansplaining. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. How how did he mansplain? Uh, I'm not saying he mansplained. What I'm saying is your def your explanation for oh, if a man explains something to a woman, that's mansplaining. No, it's no, 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 no. I'm saying that's the way how the media condescending approach reacted. where you're acting like that woman has no idea what she's talking about, even though she does. It's like an ego thing. Like a mansplaining is typically when a man is it's just it's an egotistical thing that he does to a woman as if, oh, what what would what should she what what could she possibly know about this and stuff like that? Cause I, I have I've men that mansplain gaming to me and I'm like, oh, that's great. If you watched my show like four days ago, you would heard me talk about this, but I'll let you rock because you're just trying to stroke your ego. Go ahead. Well, I think I think it was a, a mix of a bunch of stuff though. I don't think it was mansplaining. I do think it was aggressive, though. But I think they were both aggressive. I think it was a controlled aggressive. Um, I, I feel like um, while the, the, the um, you know, I'm speaking statement is so powerful, I do feel like it kind of took away from a lot of the things that we should have taken from the debate or gotten from the debate. Um, but I'm not mad at it simply because of the fact that um, Pence wasn't making any sense. <laughs> like the things that he was saying were, were, were clearly, especially after doing a lot of the fact checking, they were off. And so, you know, obviously Kamala was like, all right, well, no, let, 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 let's address them. I just think that she got caught up too much into the addressing part where we didn't, I, at least for me, I didn't really get much answers. I, I do feel like it was a, a better debate than, than obviously Trump and, and uh, Biden, but I don't really know that I got anything from this outside of a, a huge victory for, for uh, Kamala and, and, and Biden. Um, I love how she handled it. I love how, um, I like how she, she gave sass. It wasn't too much sass. It was just enough. But then there were times where it was like, all right, I, I, I don't want the sass. I need, I need information. What, what is the plan? <laughs> like, what are we doing? 
And and same thing for for uh, for for Pence. I, I like all he was doing. He wasn't really saying anything. Like if he's very good at like speaking and and appearing to answer a question without answering a question. So for me, I was just like, I, I just thought it was entertaining. I didn't really get anything of what's supposed to happen with our government, how things are supposed to be fixed, you know, that, but that's just me. I don't know. So, I, I mean, as far as the whole I'm speaking uh, situation goes, the moderator interrupted her first. And then Pence said, I have to weigh in on this. And then that's when she jumped at him. I'm speaking, I'm speaking. But the moderator already <laughs> interrupted her. That's just on the I'm speaking situation. As far as dodging questions, I'm sorry, I, I'm not a fan of uh, Kamala Harris or or uh, Biden, personally. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're trying to walk into office based on our fears of Trump. And they're not they're not really saying what they're going to do. As as far as dodging questions go, they still haven't answered a question, a simple question about court packing. Yeah. Court explain, pack- explain. Well, court packing, basically, I, I, I'm i just going to, I didn't research it uh, uh, to, to the furthest extent. But a basic uh, understanding of it is there's, I believe there's like nine Supreme Court judges. Court packing is when you add more judges to, to you know, kind of kind of get things across or passed or whatever. And how you put it, I believe Roosevelt tried it back in the days. And it got vetoed or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Biden is being asked if he's going to attempt to do that. He refuses to answer. Why? Because it's politics and and that's and that's strategy. That's like that's not cool. He's talking about changing one of the three branches of our government. Wow, it's a simple Trump yes or no. Is, is no, I hear you. But while Trump is talking about changing. Uh, birth control laws for women and all sorts of stuff. Is he going to change the, uh, the child support laws laws? That's, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. There, there's so many other things you're, 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 you, you're, I think that the focus should not be on that. I think that's politics, right? Like you're not, that's you weren't though. supposed to. Hold on, hold on, Brandon. That's big though. Well, I'm not saying it's not big. I'm not, I'm, that's I'm not big. saying that's not big, but but okay. So if we're if we want to talk about what's big, they didn't, what they is, didn't address the taxpayer say it, cuts. Say it, they didn't address it, some you, of the economics aspects. Yeah, of it. They also they, didn't they, accurately uh, address uh, how are they going to put out the uh, COVID vaccine and the fact that they removed a specific entity from the government whose purpose is to track pandemics, and they yeah. didn't address the fact that they removed it. So if we're, if we're gonna, they are you talking about Kamala Trump. and Biden or, or Trump? Trump? No, 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 Trump. 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 Basically, okay. what what I'm trying to say is, if we're gonna address one side of not addressing certain matters, address I mean, Pence and Trump did not specifically state certain policies. They didn't really address the fact that the taxpayer cut is helping. It's helping the one percent more than it's helping the regular citizens. And some of the information they had was based off of the off of pre-COVID stuff. And some of it had nothing to do with them in office. It had to do with with actually Obama's administration. So the 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 whole point of this is it's just very misleading all around. So if we're going to address the fact that Biden and Kamala aren't addressing certain things, we need to also bring up the fact that Trump and Pence have not even haven't truthfully address some of the decisions that they made in office as well. So I just, I'm just trying to be the person that's keeping it neutral with this because I, Mm -hmm. I don't like what both parties are doing, but I have to say, based on the fact-checking information, there's a lot of stuff that Pence and Trump said that was very misleading. Biden and Kamala didn't address certain questions that need to be addressed. I agree with that. And they over-exaggerated stuff. But there's a lot of misleading and inaccurate information that Trump and Pence were giving out. It was more the problem I had with the debates was they weren't trying to talk to us. They were arguing talking each to other. each other. Yep. That's yep. the problem I had with both debates. They were talking to each other. I, great. We know y'all hate each other, but mm-hmm. we're the people that matter the most. Why aren't you guys addressing to us, addressing the problems? Right now, the economy and COVID are the biggest problems. Those are the biggest issues. At least we got some sort of tax policy and, 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 and financial policy information from uh, from from Biden's side. We didn't really get an accurate one from Pence and Trump. And the fact that there are certain things that are happening, even with voter registration information, like there's a lot of question marks that are up in the air 
in general right now. And that's what, that's a problem I had with both debates. It was, they're just so focused on the ego side and just attack, not, I wouldn't say attacking, but like showing how much they hate each other <laughs> instead of talking to us. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I didn't get anything from it. What are you about what, to say now? What was, was I the only one watching like the debates thinking like, damn, these are the best that we have to offer out of 330 yeah. million people. <laughs> yeah. This is the best that we, that we can come up with. It's bad. Like we have a uh, numerous uh, institutions of higher education, Harvard, came, uh, Harvard, Stanford, UCLA, USC, Kentucky, a, a bunch of universities that produce highly motivated and intelligent people. And these two are the best. Well, these four people are the best that we can come up with. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little disheartening, to be honest with you. I, I'm it's. It's funny how people go, oh, Kamala did this, Kamala did that. When just three months ago, everybody was killing Kamala for not being black enough. Like mm-hmm. they were killing Cory Booker for not being black enough. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to out-black each other. Now all of a sudden, Kamala, oh, only a black woman could do can do her face like that and all these other crazy-ass memes with uh, Claire Huxtable comparisons. It's just, it's disheartening, man. I watched that debate and it's just like... Damn, this is this two-party system isn't working. <laughs> this really it's is, not. Well, well, that's working. well, that's what they say. Uh, I forgot who said it, but if you only have a choice between two parties, that that isn't really a choice at all. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not necessarily for either side, but I have to go a little bit harder on on Kamala and Biden because they automatically have my people's vote. Hold on really quickly. Are you putting on your glasses so you can seem more educated as you speak? Because that was like the perfect where you go like this. You're like, hold on. Let me just address and just adjust my frames. I've I've been wearing them since the beginning of the episode. Uh, well, yeah, you don't, yo, don't let Brandy do that. I, 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 I know. It's I know. It's burning in the background. I, I know. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a vibe here. Anyhow you put it, I'm harder on them because they automatically have the black vote. And... What what have they laid out that they're going to do for us? Now now Trump has the platinum plan, right? Have you guys read up on that or no? Here let me. Uh, I, read, I, read, I read up. A, I read up a little bit. Go ahead. I didn't read up on it. Yeah, I might as well uh-huh. read off. Uh, give me. One it second. has something to do with fair trade for uh, manufacturing and farm and farm. Well, excuse me, farmers, right? Agricultural. Black agriculturalist. Uh, is that, is that well, with so, uh, automotive companies as well? Is that that same uh, thing? All right. So basically the platinum plan, it's uh, it's Trump's four-year plan for black people, where basically it it's uh, to increase access to capital in black communities by almost 500 billion, 3 million new jobs in the black community, uh, creating 500,000 new black-owned businesses, safe urban neighborhoods with the highest policing standards, um, advanced home ownership opportunities and enhanced financial literacy in the black community. Uh, more education opportunities uh, for black people, black Americans uh, that they can afford and choose. Uh, bring better tailored health care to address historic disparities. Uh, let's see what else. What else? Can I ask you a question before you finish? Yeah. Before you finish? Absolutely. Because this all sounds wonderful, right? Yeah. Do you do you think that the Trump administration is actually going to do this considering they won't even address the fact of denouncing racism well 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 before we before we even get there hold on let's let's compare biden's plan somebody pull it up no i'm not i'm not talking about comparison i'm not talking about, i'm asking a very direct question you're dodging me kind I'm, sir I'm, I'm, I'm you're not, dodging I'm, my I'm, question i'm not dodging. you're dodging Okay, you're diverting. Okay. Answer, answer the question, please. Okay, your question, asked, your question was, do I believe that Do you believe going- that oh. because that's laid out on, on paper and you have access to it, that tr- yeah. the Trump administration presently is going to do that considering they will not denounce and or address the issues? Well, he actually did address it and they are in the middle of it. They're actually putting it into law that the KKK... Is considered a terrorist uh, organization. He didn't address it in but, the debate. But, it, but, it, but he won't. But he won't say that though. He didn't address it. That's well, my well, point. I thought actions speak louder than words. Yeah, word. What happened to that? Are y'all crazy? Are y'all no, crazy? No, are you crazy? 
No, no. Obama had See, Obama, Obama, I, I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear. I just want to be President clear. President Obama had eight years to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, sir. Okay. I just want to say, mm-hmm. I just want to say that if you're comfortable with the leader of the free world not addressing one of the biggest movements in history, and we're supposed to back a plan for black people when he won't even address that. I'm supposed to trust that? And I'm the crazy one? You trusted trusted Joe Biden for 47 years? Exactly. Well, let me ask you a question, Kamala BH. (laughs) If he did say say I denounce racism and racist, would you believe him? No, I wouldn't. So, so why do you care? Why are you asking that question? If you're not going to believe him either way, no matter what he because, says, because because there's a because I, I know politics. I know that he he's already got your he's got he's gotten your buy-in a little bit just because he's saying what you want to hear. You got to remember something. You're dealing with a salesman. <laughs> I think that's missed. He's a salesman. He's a salesman. He is going to figure out the best way economically to make himself flourish as well as the company while targeting people of urban America as well as the people of poverty. So when you think about things like that, yeah, I'm going to give you and say exactly what I need you to say pre-voting. So let's talk about what happened. So so, so, hold on. So let's say this. So so he laid down his platinum plan. What happened with the platinum plan when he came into office? Hold on. Hold on. But he laid one out. I'm talking about the plan when he came into office. You know what Biden did? Biden sat down with Cardi B. Fam. You don't find it, it you don't find it weird that all of these policies that are towards black people are happening right during re-election. It didn't happen that's earlier. All I'm saying. That's but that, but hold on, hold on, time out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that happens every election cycle. Every yeah, presidential but, candidate does it. Uh, now, and uh, well, well, everybody well, does it. But the point is, you should still be the same way that you are trying to be very critical of. Kamala and Biden, which you have every right to, I'm mm-hmm. saying you need to be the same level of critical back. The same way that I just sat here and said Biden and Kamala, yes, they put down some policies, yes, but there are certain things that they said was exaggerated that I didn't like. It was overly exaggerated. <laughs> there were some things from the other party that, yeah, they they put stuff down, but yes, I'm very, I'm, I am very hesitant about being happy about this stuff because it is happening during the re-election period and it didn't happen before it happened more recently just literally like a like two months ago so my whole thing with this is at the end of the day i think that we need to be critical of both parties like how i'm starting to view this Mm. i'm not viewing this as democrat and republican i'm viewing this as i'm i'm listening and watching everything you're doing and i'm going to be critical of everything you're doing that's why i started off by saying when when wilson was going in on on the the, the democrats because they get the black vote no you need to be for both because i don't under, I, people need to understand this is probably one of the most important elections that we're having so I'm going to go hard on both sides. I'm just saying that you got to, uh, we have to be more critical than this. We really do. We need to be more critical. Even us as grassroots, we need to be more critical than what we're doing my, right now. My, my, my other issue, my other issue that I, I, I was trying to figure out a way to say it, but I'll say it like this, right? My other issue why I can't believe this platinum plan is because that same platinum plan that's trying to, to, to be distributed out to Americans is also being laid out by someone that is also still putting Americans' lives at risk by doing by trying to attempt to do these debates. Still, no, no negative COVID test. Still, still people uh, popping up sick in the administration like that. And while again, scientifically speaking, this is affecting minorities. How can I trust this? Okay. How can I trust it? So, so, so Trump doesn't want to do the virtual debate because he feels like <clears throat> Biden would be able to read off of a teleprompter if that happens. So right? would he. So would he, he could. So he'd rather have the debate in person, right? So since they're not gonna do that debate, Trump said, you know what? I might just hold a rally that day. Biden's response from, from what I believe, I'll, I'll have to double check, but I believe that Biden said he might hold like a town hall meeting or whatever it is, right? The difference is, do you see how Biden has been operating? He, they, hold on. They've made they've made jokes about him for mad long about him wearing masks and being as cleanly as he is. And now he's the focal point. 
excuse me, you don't see any issue with that. If he's going to have a, like a town meeting or, or a rally-esque thing of his own where people are going to gather for it, why can't he have the debate? Because he's not, because he's not sick. He didn't just have COVID. The whole nation was watching yeah, as our president. You don't know. Huh? Go ahead. Go. No, no. So you don't, you don't, you don't know who's coming to that town hall. So Joe Biden's going you might, you might as well have the debate. And I agree. But what I'm saying is, if Wait, I'm, but Trump's I, the one that said he doesn't want to. That's a, hold on. That's what I'm about to say. Number one, Trump is the one that said that he didn't want to do that. That's number one. Number two, again, if I'm trusting either side because that's all I have to trust, and if I'm trusting someone that's going to be safe in having a rally that is going to be uh, COVID safe, I'll say I'm gonna go with Biden. I would feel more comfortable with Biden holding a, a a town hall because I'm I'm certain Biden is 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 going about things professionally and or making sure that he's being the proper role model for uh, for for Americans, right? I'm certain that if he was to have this town hall, he would make sure that they're six feet apart. He would make sure that there's hand sanitizer. He would make sure everyone has gloves. He would make sure the temperatures were checked before they came in. I don't know that Trump would be that that meticulous to do that, considering he's been so careless up until this point. Even after leaving said center where he got this special treatment where this miracle drug cured him, he then takes off his mask in, in, in this glorious triumphant moment in front of the White House as he enters, and we still have no negative COVID tests. It's dangerous. He took off his mask at his house. <laughs> he can't do it. Can't do that, Wilson. You can't, you can't take off your house. You can't take off your mask at your house in front of the cameras. You can't do it. The oh, American public won't have it. And, yeah, and you just, guys are great, man. And just I love answer, you guys. And just, to answer, hey, hey. just to answer something you guys said before about, you know, when it comes to black community finance and employment, uh, the employment rate actually, it, it did rise up under Trump, but actually it was the strongest during Obama's second term when the recovery from the Great Recession became kind of uh, more uh, stationed and founded. So mm -hmm. yes, did it rise employment, black employment under Trump? Yes, but overall employment across the board was actually at its highest under Obama. So I just wanted to put that fact because we talked about it because I'm going to be the person that always has to put some facts when you guys are talking. <laughs> I'm going to jump in with the information so people are aware when they're listening. But this now, is, you know, we, um, we, have to, we have to be critical of the Democrats though, man. Mm -hmm. No one's saying we, no, we're not saying we aren't. No, all I, we're all saying I said was what you mentioned before, Wilson. I'm, I'm, I'm the fact checker for our conversation. That's it. That's, that's, that's one of my main goals right now. It's just Listen, to fact yeah, check right. and just I'm, to hold all of us accountable. I'm not fighting it. I'm not fighting all, it. All. I'm, I'm, I'm all for the facts. I am fighting you guys. And I, what I'm saying is we're in a tub full of mud regardless, whether you're Biden Harris or you're Trump Pence. We've been saying it for God knows how long. You keep saying, yo, we have to really keep our eye on the Democrats. Uh, no, we should keep our eye on the other side too. <laughs> Both parties, you have to watch. They're playing dirty. Did you guys not see the part where I thought the most impactful part of the entire debate for me was when the little girl, where the moderator read off the, the, the letter from the little girl? <laughs> where they both couldn't answer, where she both directly called them out for being nasty towards each other and, and not really, you know, trying to fix the issue and have a conversation. And neither one of them could even look without trying to hold their composure to answer that question, that little girl's question. Did y'all see that at the end of the debate? They just looked up there. They, they couldn't say anything. I wish we had, I wish we had it. Maybe we can add the, fake news. Or, or the audio. It's not oh, fake news at all. It's not fake who, news. Who wrote that letter? They could, they could, it was a little girl from an uh, elementary school that wrote the letter and the moderator read it off. And, in and the in middle the of America? That, what are you talking about in the middle of America? She, she's from somewhere from the middle of America, wrote this oh, letter, think, this oh, you think letter. You think I'm, well, look it up, look it up. It's, no, I'm not, I'm not saying maybe, you're lying. Maybe, maybe, I'm not, I'm not saying no, you're maybe lying. You didn't watch all of this he, he's saying it might've been an adult that wrote it. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I don't think, I agree with you. What I'm saying is the point is that neither one of them could address that they were both just being petty towards each other. And it was not getting anyone, especially Americans anywhere, considering they were both they went into this debate ready to counter each other personally with their personal attacks. They didn't go into this uh, debate to counter the actual policies and, 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 and uh, concerns that we have as Americans. That is what I'm saying. I agree. That's it. You have to you have to look at the government and what's happening. And I and this isn't one of those government conspiracy theory 
topics or podcasts, but it's about awareness. It's about looking at the things and the information that's being put out, what's being said, and for damn sure, what's not being said. And that's what's happening in these debates. Nothing is nothing for me in these debates are reassuring me about the country as a whole. Biden, Harris, Trump, Pence, no, nothing. But we're here, so I have to go with what makes the most sense. What's more logical? And so when you when you when you talk about the Democrats, okay, if we're Biden, Harris, the Democrats, at least they're taking COVID serious. At least they're taking precautions. At least they're trying to spread awareness. Whereas the opposing side is not. All that they're doing is saying, hey, put bleach. Hey, you don't have to wear your mask. Hey, this, 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 this pandemic is over. You remember when that statement was made? Remember that? This pandemic was over. That's, that statement was made. What happened three months that followed was that 200,000 people died in rising. So no, <laughs> you have to look at everything as a whole. I really look at this administration like House of Cards, like 24, like Homeland, any of those uh, espionage type shows where there's a lot of um, uh, unspoken dialogue and facial expressions, a lot of unspoken behaviors, a lot of things that randomly happen. That's what this is. You know where you we went wrong? Start looking at it like that. You know where we went wrong with politics? The second that we allowed corporations to to sponsor, endorse, and invest in campaigns is where we went wrong, because now the corporations are the one that skew these these debates. They skew these conversations, right? They skew decisions. On top of that, the two party system is what messed us up too. Because now it's not a matter of what it, what's being done right for the American people. It's about who can get the most check marks and stars up on the board. Yeah. Oh, and anytime another uh, uh, the uh, the Democrats put something, the Republicans want to shut it down just because it's a Democrat idea. It's not a Republican idea. The the second a Republican puts up an idea, they shut it down because oh, a Republican put it up. It was a Democrat. That those were are the two biggest mistakes that we in our political system made. At the end of the day, honestly, I say remove it. I say, let's remove these parties and have it be about these individuals. I How think- you talking to Like have it be about, okay, if you're gonna be president, I'm not looking at you as a Republican or Democrat. What the hell are you gonna do? I don't give a crap about what's like who you're representing. What are you gonna do? And I think that the second that we remove that, and have it be more focused on that person. Because at the end of the day, even, even when we look at certain individuals, they're, they're, the way that they view things, their morals, their value, values, and how they view things, we sometimes people are more moderate than we want to give it to them, right? We're just like, oh, because they're, so, they're, they're into uh, more social issues, so they're definitely democratic. But if you listen to all their policies, it's more moderate. Like, we got to stop with, like, trying to label everything because when we try to label everything it creates this tension and division and just at the end of the day it doesn't matter what party you're on it's about you as a person what the hell are you doing in the office and now also we as people need to take responsibility because guess what the people who end up in the in the house the people who end up in the higher they start in the local government people you need to not only go and register to vote but you need to know who you're voting for on the local and lower level. Don't just check the name off because it's a party. Like we have to stop doing that. We don't pay attention to the Joe Schmoes of your counties and state and all that stuff. We It's like, oh, we only care when they're president. Well, guess what? You just randomly checking someone off because they're under the party is the reason why we don't have a great pool for any of the parties because you don't care enough about the local level. So at the end of the day, it's our fault. Like at the end of the day, we can we can complain all we want, but it's partially all our fault for why things they are the way they are because we don't take the time to learn and to even invest our time on a smaller font, the lower level, and not understand that all those people start at that level before they end up in the big house. Mm-hmm. So everyone needs to stop giving a crap about what cardi like granted i'm not saying this as a as a way to downplay cardi i'm not but let's stop caring about oh what's in hip-hop news all the time this that like yo pick up a freaking book uh, go on the internet and see what your local policies are because it all starts there i think like that's why i'm like i get tired of like just people arguing over just biden and this this and that and trump and yes we have every right to be critical 
but we're responsible for, we're partially responsible for why our parties are so horrible right now because we don't take the time to invest. We don't take the time to be critical of them on the smaller front and the local front. So then they, you know, they, they get away with murder because they're like, oh, they're not caring until I get up to, to a more powerful position. Like hold them critical in your freaking county. Hold them critical when they're putting policies for your school district. Hold them critical for the red linings that they're doing for voting and, and, and within your districts. Like hold them accountable on that front. Don't just wait till this present. So at the end of the day, for everyone who's listening, we need to hold ourselves accountable for why part of our politics right now in terms of our the pool that they could pull from. We're, we're at fault. We're at fault too. Because we don't care enough until it, until it's the presidential re-election period. I agree. Do you think oh, Biden's going to make it past the first pres- like his first term? I do to be 82 if That's he wins. The thing I worry at, about, at the end man. of the I mean, you I made it past two years of grassroots and you're how old? <laughs> 172. <laughs> but listen. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I had to do the old joke, you know, because you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt like basically right now. So I'm just yeah. like. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a mindset. Young. It's, it's a mindset. And, and he has Uncle Nas. Oh my gosh. Retiree <laughs> chic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, man, like that dude is <sighs> 70. So I hate to be an ageist, but the minimum age to be president is 35. 35, that's it. And it, it, either it, if Trump wins or Biden, either one of them are going to be the oldest sitting president ever. Ever in come January uh, 20th. Yeah. Ever. That's that's nerve wracking because at 78, I mean, I'm looking at my grandparents who are in their 80s. It's just like, yo, fam, you take it, take it, take a step back, bro. <laughs> take a step. My grandparents can't even drive by themselves right now. Okay. They forget to put their phones on the charger. It, 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 their life's in shambles. They eating uh, Roy Rogers roast beef sandwiches. It's, t- it's hold on, hold, hold on. Don't don't be disrespectful to Roy Rogers and or those roast beef sandwiches. Listen, on highways, <laughs> on or, 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 or listen, I lived on them since a tour life when I saw a Roy Rogers fam. Oh my god! I'm, I'm just letting you know, man. I think. I think <laughs> I think that the, the, the Democratic Party is trying to set this up for Did Kamala to be to be the first uh, Madam President. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that dude's making it, man. He's he's going to be eighty-two. Man, I, man, I just wish that they didn't G Bernie. <laughs> the swindle on my Ber- man Bernie. <laughs> yo, yo, Ber- Bernie, I I, w- I would wholeheartedly stand behind yo. For real, I would too. I would too. Bernie, I would too. oh yeah. If if, if if Bernie was younger, if Bernie was younger, I, w- I would stand by him. I the would. socialist millionaire? <laughs> I, would, well, I would stand by him. I would. Also, another thing, too, that we have to pay attention to is um, even with this election, it's so important that we're paying attention to what's happening on the state level, too. Um, mm-hmm. Like, do you guys, uh, I mean, I'm saying do you guys know, as not in you guys, but just mm-hmm. viewers, listeners, uh, that California prisons have taken measures to combat the coronavirus. They halted rehab treatments, religious service, educational classes. But the one thing that's still operating the past six months, prison factories. Is anyone, is anyone paying attention to that? That's crazy. Is anyone paying attention to these other things that are happening? That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Right. Like, this is all interconnected. Like we got to yeah, pay attention yeah. not only to this election, but what's happening in your state. What is happening on the lower level? Like this just went under the this. I'm sure this probably went on the rug for many people. But the L.A. Times just did a, a, an extensive report on this and just released it today. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Money needs to be made. Like I said, it's big business, man. That's that's that is the business of politics. It is the filth. It is the 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 mud. <laughs> like that is just what it is. Why do you think all these these things come out um, about presidents during election time or, or 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 when someone is campaigning? Why do you think those campaign uh, uh, organizations are even set up? Well, I'm sure a lot of them is to go go dig up some stuff, go go figure it out. Like it's all just propaganda at that point. Like it it, it for me, it really just I guess saddens me a little bit because it just really makes me feel like it's never going to be about us as like people, like Americans. You know what I mean? Like that's what's always missed. I don't think it'll ever truly be about us just because while you guys, you know, talk about there not being sides, 
I think that we're, we're, we're too deep in it now. Like the infrastructure is built itself to where there's an infrastructure for the infrastructure for the infrastructure. So you can't just go wipe away, uh, you know, centuries of, of them building, um, you know, the, these types of, uh, I guess, organizations that, that help to facilitate, you know, Democrats and, 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 and everything else that, that it's happening, you know, from a government standpoint, it's just, you just got to pay attention. You just have to really, really pay attention and see what makes the most sense. I think part also the reason that we have to make the second that we, okay. So in order for us to make our government about the people, us people also have to make things about the people, right? We have to, in terms of, of, of structuring, you know, financial literacy. Um, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, sorry, I thought I saw a fly there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, before I get to something serious, uh, guys, I don't know about y'all, but I was so distracted. I thought there was a fly on my TV the whole freaking time when it was zoomed out. And then the second I saw on his head, I was just like, yo, I didn't even hear anything he said. Like I had to go rewatch it again. All I saw was just a fly. And I was just fixated on that fly the whole time. I think everyone in unison uh, came to the understanding that the fly landed on shit. I, I, I must've seen that about a million times the entire night. <laughs> about- you know what you want to do when Mike Pence presses you over that comment? Like when he, when he presses you, <laughs> Like what do you mean? You got you got you got you got to press the people that that freaking uh, posted it. What are you talking about? I Wait. didn't make those memes. And second the of all, fly, let me let the me, fly in his head. You were asking yeah. how we react. I can't take him seriously. Yeah, like I I can't. And second of all, let me be. I'm in good shape. He's 82. I'm I'm I would work him. Prince, I'm, I'm not really concerned. Prince is not about 82. That. And I think he'll fold you like a stomach chair. T- tomato. I'm not really worried about it. I don't think so. No, nah, I, I think I think Brandon could take pants. Yeah, I don't know. He's, <laughs> Nas is disrespectful just because he's old and his joints don't work the same. Like, I'm not you, fam. I'm in Yo, really is a, he, he looks like a dirty fighter, man. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he 100% looks, he, is. No, he doesn't. He, he, he looks like he's sick. Did y'all see his eyes? Are we just going to forget about that? His eyes were oh, red. Eye? red. His, I'm just telling you right eyes. now, like, how, like, would you guys be able to take me seriously if I was just talking like this? <laughs> Yeah, like I don't think I can. I was about to say, you look know? like you are. You know, listen, listen, we're close. We got almost the close <laughs> hair color, me and Pence, but I'm just saying, like, look how this stands out. Can you take that man oh. seriously if he's debating about the economy e. and has something like this in his head? E, you look so presidential right now. I know, right? <laughs> I got crazy. crazy. Listen, e, don't listen. Don't you, you trying out for the new storm. You tell you saying words. That uh, Marvel, that Marvel they, check they, is coming they, in. The, check, the young storm, son. the young storm, the, the young, young storm. storm. I will take that check, even if it's I'm the cousin of Storm. I will take that <laughs> check in a second. Yo, you gonna be Storm for Halloween? Uh, you should. You should. Well, well, well. The, the the listeners and viewers need to vote. They need to they need to vote in one of our Word. polls if they want me to. We got we got to see how many how many people are gonna vote for that. And maybe That'd I will. Maybe it'll be a surprise. Now you gotta get you gotta get another friend to be Black Panther. <laughs> are you when you say another friend, are you referring to yourself? I could be Black Panther. I no, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't be Black Panther. I, I definitely embody <laughs> Black Panther. It's, it's if a, anybody other than Chadwick Bosman does. Nah, it's a you gotta be, you know. <laughs> how, tall well, is, how, tall, how tall is Black Panther? <laughs> Oh, see, I know I triggered Brandon today. I, no, I just swear to Oh, oh just, now, now we're going I below the belt. To, I, I'm not. I, I, yeah, yeah, no, 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 you know no, what? I always, no, that's not what I'm saying. I hope that you fight this dirty when Pence comes after you, buddy. Listen, Brandon got that yeah, Badu incense. He's on a whole other wavelength right now. You see that? You see that yeah, smoke man. glistening with the Badu sense? Dirty fighting. <laughs> I'm so, I'm I'm so misunderstood. I swear to God, I just literally wanted to know how no, no, tall. How tall is who? Who? How tall is Black Panther? How tall? Are you? How... Let's Google that. He's not five the, the, What the character in the comics or Chad? Same height oh. as all the greats. No, uh, here we go. Same five as nine. all the I greats. Get it. I get it. Yeah, five nine. Really ah, ten, Black Kanye. Panther has a height of Kanye's six feet. Yeah, six feet. Eminem's also <laughs> five eight. Just saying. He is Black yeah. Panther is six feet, one hundred and eighty-five pounds, brown hair, black shaved, bald, strength. 
human physical perfection. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel bad for him. He's not in the, you know, the same category with the likes of Kanye West, Wilson, and Eminem. Um, Wilson? Um, at five, at five eight. <laughs> got it. I see where you're at. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay, <laughs> hey, I think- Shane no, no, it's fine. I think we can wrap this episode up today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on, on a serious note, on a serious note, uh, kind of going back to what I was saying about how like news goes under the radar. There's been a lot of news in terms of uh, certain celebrities focusing on educational scholarships, financial literacy, uh, development of actual banks, uh, digi- digital banks, and... I feel like we don't talk enough about that, especially in our community. I feel like we just focus so much on like who's beefing with who. That when news of like, like 21 Savage has been consistently working on financial literacy. Why is it that in the hip hop, hip hop community, we're not talking about this enough? We're not. I mean. Like this well, man's I mean, been consistent with it. Well, that's the thing. We spoke it depends about on Cardi, we, Cardi well, earlier. But yeah. that's, that's the thing. Let's let's bring up some other people, right? Like we talk about twenty one. Let's Cardi just landed a big deal with Reebok. Like that's that's financial literacy, right? Like she could easily go have you know invested in something like a car or something stupid that that really will add no future monetary value to her. But you know, having something like that that could easily set up some generational wealth. I just think. I think there needs to be more of that. I think, um, you know, who's a a big advocate of that. uh, We talk about him all the time on the show is Killer Mike. Like I saw a post where he said, hey, um, uh, it's it's investing for me. It uh, it's it's the investing that did it for me. And he posted his wife like that. That for me is probably one of my favorite posts I've seen where and on the shirt, it's it's a house. Like, I just think that's dope. Um, I think that's really more so. But why is it? But why is it that we're all we only not we as in grassroots? I'm saying just overall hip hop community. Why is it that only when it's something cool is when we really want to talk about it and address it? Like that new deal that Cardi has, that could be in that cool factor, right? But when it came to you know 21 Savage creating a, a financial literacy program for the youth, and he's partnered with an award-winning national financial literacy nonprofit that's focused on the youth uh, financial literacy program, and is even making a digital part for it to create more access. It's like it's not cool enough for us to be like talk like to really talk about it, to really get into it to really like herald it. Like we don't. Well, yeah, and it goes it kind of where you look. Because I remember years ago, Chameleonaire did it. He he did it with uh, black women. Mm-hmm. And then last year or, or a year and a half ago, he did it again. And he partnered with E-40 and he did black and, and brown women. He just and, wanted and, to talk. He just wanted to bring yeah, up but I, E-40. 40, 40, 40, 40 <laughs> oh, yo, any, but any chance, but man. But, but, they, but, they, but, they sh- but they shaded Chameleonaire because he, he was helping out Mexican Mexican-American women. And they say, oh, why, why do you have to donate to them? Why, why are you helping them out? And he said, well, it's my money and I can help out whoever I want to help out. And they're women in need just like black women. Yeah. So I think, I think it depends on where you look and, and you know, in, in the arena of hip hop, a lot of people are, are doing it, you know, but- well, I'm not saying the people are doing it. I'm saying us highlighting it more, talking about it more. Like there are people that are doing, yeah, there are people that are doing it. That's not what I'm saying. Cause Mm -hmm. clearly we just named several. I'm saying as a community, especially for media, we should be, we should be highlighting this a lot more. Like we're over here worried about who's dropping a single today when like y'all not paying attention that 21 Savage is creating a, a whole financial literacy system that can help the youth in terms of knowing what to do in terms of bank information, uh, 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 savings and all these things that can potentially change a generation bit by bit. Mm-hmm. But yet we're so focused in on Tory Lanes and Megan Thee Stallion and some of these other things that it's just like, we have our priorities out of place in terms of media, in terms of, and I get it, you know, this stuff gets clicks, but we need to be highlighting more important things. We really do. Yeah. Well, the old adage in news is what if, if it bleeds, it leads, right? People, people love they feed off of the negative, it you leads. know. Yeah, that's what it is. So, I don't know, man. Tory's facing twenty-two years, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? Like I said, well, proof. I mean, he said he sounded pretty confident. What do you mean? On his album, he sounded pretty confident that there's no proof. 
Uh, I would like to think otherwise considering the charges, but <laughs> they're not going to, they're, they're not going to just, but they're not going to just blankly be like, Oh, you're charged with all of these things. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, I know yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm agreeing with you is what I'm saying. Um, I just, I, I hope he knows what he, what he's doing. So that's all. So what do you guys but, think? Uh, uh, how, well, actually like how, how financially literate are you guys? And when did you get to the point where your financial literacy was like a, a focal point for you to get better at? When I had kids, when I had, when I had children, that's, uh, that's when I, when I started really focusing in. And then six months after that, when old man, you know, went to the bosom of the Lord, <laughs> when, when he went up yeah. there, he went, that I, I was no longer, you know, I had never, I didn't have that, support system, that, that, that safety net, you know, so you, you kind of have to learn on, on the fly, as they say, and get literate quick. You know, that's why I took it serious because I can have all this money up here up front or have a bunch of money in, in my pocket, but what about when I leave? You know, what, what, how my daughters are going to be, how, how are they going to eat? So, you know, I just started doing some research and, it, and I think a lot of people are afraid to ask other people who know or other, other peers. You know, like, oh, well, what, what are you doing that's different from what I'm doing? Or do you have a 401k? Do you have, what's a Roth RRA? What, what is this? You know, are, are, you, are you a civil service worker? Do you have a pension? What, what is that? You know, so I think a lot of people have to stop being afraid and start asking questions like, all right, if I can spend $20 a day on lunch and, I, and I'm working four to five days a week, you know, that's 80 to $100 a week I'm spending, that's $400 a month just on lunch. I can take that, I can kind of cut that in half and take that money and put it into a Roth IRA or a 401 and, and kind of just tuck that for later, you know, but people don't know it because you can't see it right now. You don't see the benefits right now. And I think a lot of millennials and a lot of young people just in general, they don't, they don't see the benefit. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Long-term benefits. They Long-term. see short-term. They they don't yeah, see the longevity see. in it. They 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 right. look they we're we're in we're in the age and I'm 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 guilty of it at times not not financially um but I'm guilty of uh instant gratification. Like I'm very much the person where I I need it now and and fast. I think the the younger generation is very much instantaneous like yo we need it right this second. Like no waiting, no plan, like let's just go. And I think that that's where a lot of the mistakes happen. Uh, financially for a lot of young people. So I, I think that's that's a, a key thing. Um, for me, it was, um, I think, uh, it was, I don't know. I've always kind of been aware, I, I guess, of financial literacy. I think more so um, as I got older, you know, obviously getting my own place and, and, and you know, uh, life things happening, stuff like that. Like as you grow up and you get older, you start to look at things differently. So, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, let me put some savings away from my nieces or from my nephews. Or let me start investing. So I think as, as I, you know, walk the, the earth, I start every day. I think I, I feel like I uh, become a little bit more literacy. I, I think it's a, it's a never ending thing, right? Like things are always changing from a financial perspective. Like you should always kind of be aware and, and stay in tune with it. I think what about you, Wilson? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think financial literacy literacy starts at having a plan. You know what I'm saying? You, you tend to spend more frivolously, frivolously when you don't have a plan. You know what I'm saying? So if you know, like, where you want to be in life, like, five years from now, you'll know it, it'll put things in perspective real quick. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because if you live and check the check, you're not going to be able to get ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I agree. I would, I would say it starts at a plan. Honestly, no, no. I I I, t- I actually think it's even bef- I mean, it's partially a plan, but I even think it's before then. I think financial literacy starts when you open up a bank account. Mm-hmm. Um because everything from under I mean, now people don't really write checks, but back in the day, uh you wrote checks, you know, understanding how to even pro- appropriately write a check, understanding what's the difference between putting your money in your spend versus your growth versus mm-hmm. your savings. Um, what kind of percentage of increase you you get um, when you put in your savings, and then also how much money you have to put in, how much money you get charged if you have less uh, a, cer- a lower amount um, baseline. Yes, yeah, delinquency charges and all these different things, which is why, like, I 
and granted, I love the fact that people are doing scholarships and we have the financial literacy with 21 Savage, but the fact that we have Killer Mike, Ryan Glover, and Andrew Young, uh, so Atlanta Mayor, Andrew Young, obviously Killer Mike, and then Bounce TV founder, Ryan Glover, the fact that they're launching a new digital bank focused on, on certain developmental uh, aspects of it and how, for example, they are going to be uh, where is it? Uh, every time a customer uses the debit card, the bank will make a donation to the, to either the, either the United Negro college fund, uh, uh, gooder or the national association for the advancement of color people. Bank will also provide $10,000 grant to black or Latin X small businesses. I think that understanding the basic savings and spending principles of your bank will then transcend into then savings and or investments into um, uh, stocks and bonds, uh, your 401k, like all these different things. But at the end of the day, I think it all starts the second that you wanted to actually develop a bank or uh, open up a bank. Yeah, I like that too. A uh, bank account, excuse me. You know, you know what they should do? I was just thinking, your senior year in high school, it should be a course that in September, they should give you, let's say, uh, 100 to to $1,000, just fake money and have you manage it for the entirety of your senior year. And that way you get that, that, that course load teaches you and prepares you for college because they'll college. You take some people are taking out a hundred thousand dollars worth of loans and you're paying that back for paying Sally Maybach for the rest of your life. And you don't even know how to, you never had a debit card. You never had a credit card. A lot of people thought credit card was free money. They thought a credit card was free mm-hmm. money. Now, no, mm-hmm. they, no, Idiot, you got to pay that back. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's borrowed money, man. Mm-hmm. And know the terms when you're talking to, you know, when you talk to certain accountants and things like that, don't be afraid to ask questions. I was talking to my cousin who, who who's an accountant at, uh, at, a, at a large firm. And I said something like, uh, I was describing a blue chip prospect for stocks. And I, and I used the term wrong. And I didn't know the proper term. And he politely in his in his elegant way, told me, "Don't ever, in your life, say anything like that to anyone, because if you don't know the term for sure, you're out here spreading misinformation." And the person who told you that, if they're an accountant, they should be uh, reprimanded. But he he made me feel like I was that big. Like, <laughs> when you, were, I said like that. you like you were a peasant. Yeah, he was like, wait, he was like, wait, wait, what? Who told mm-hmm. you that? Why did you say that? No, no. Do you know what that means? <laughs> And then, but but at least he gave you the information, though. See, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm all for clowning me for for and for enunciation, uh, enunciating words bad. But at least at least tell me how to say it and tell me what the word means. Yeah, now he like, schooled me, but he's just yeah. like, don't ever do that again, yeah. <laughs> unless you, unless you know, yeah, keep your mouth yeah. shut. You know, word. Word. you have to, and especially now, man, with the way the the economy is going, people need to know. Yeah, and, and you need to know just for a personal. Not, if not, if you even if you're not trying to become a real estate mogul and a multimillionaire, you want don't go out in the fourth quarter. Don't work mm-hmm. your whole life to live check to check or barely or barely make ends meet when you're 65 or 70. Because the way our generation is going, it doesn't look like Social Security is going to be there. Yeah, well. so you, you're going to have to have other resources. You know, I think everybody's like, oh, real estate. If that's not your lane. And it's a good investment. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to tell you it's not. But if that's not your lane, if you're not passionate about it and you don't do research, don't just go buy a house just because a bunch of your friends go, yeah, you got, oh, was you 32? You ain't buy a house yet? <laughs> nah, nah, man. Don't, don't get caught up in that. Word, man. Word. I see so many people and it's sad that that will go buy homes and be like, oh, no, this is what you're supposed to do. And granted, you're supposed to go do that. But like, did you look up the plumbing, you know, for the for the home? Did you look up the infrastructure around the home? I know people that like even my parents randomly had to like dig up a pipe under the, the house that was like seven thousand dollars that they had that they, they didn't put there it was just connected from the city to the house and they had to take care of like it's little things like that for homes that you really really have to pay attention to like you know the driveway parameters the, the space between there like there's so many different things that you have to think about that people don't think about they just look at uh you know what the next person has or what they don't have and and then just make impulse decisions that that put them in really really financially bad situations man it's terrible 
Man, shoot. I'm even going to ask them if did someone die in this house recently. I'm going to ask that question too. I'm going to ask very specific questions before I purchase my house. I don't care what none of y'all think. Did somebody die in this house? You better believe it. Hell yeah. yeah, You're you're allowed to ask that. By law, they can't tell you if someone recently died in the house. But if they ask, well, that, no, I'm not. I just, I feel a way if someone recently, like if the last person who lived there, they died. Yeah, that feels a little weird. Cause then you're what like, they died, dang, they died what if in they this died room? On the toilet? What if they died on the toilet? Wow. I mean, listen, then every time I go on the toilet, you're going to be thinking about, oh, someone croaked yeah, on this toilet. Like, yeah, how you like, going to feel about that? Now it's just like, I don't care. I'm going to take a shit and still be yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey. some old man shit. I don't care. Just move out the way, ghost. Let me uh, take It's not about ghosts per se. It's just I just feel I would feel weird knowing that like the last person who owned this house like died in this house. Like it just yeah. it feels weird yeah. to me. I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Somebody I riding guess. a dirt bike. Well, it's just uh, it's Lowell Westchester. Probably yeah. Wilson because he hasn't said anything. <laughs> He's checking his finances right now. He's checking his finance literacy. <laughs> he's checking his finances right he's now. He's moving his spend money into his savings right now. <laughs> he on that app, transfer it over. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like, I just hope that this year, if anything, people have taken it as a, uh, a year that is a uh, kind of a revelation. Um, I'm hoping people realize certain things and are really trying to, to, to figure out what needs to get done collectively and individually. Um, so I'm hoping that that that's, that's definitely the case. And also like if people don't know where to get the appropriate information when it comes to financial literacy, well, guess what? Maybe we will get someone to come on our show to help break some stuff down for you, especially since economy and finances are going to be an ongoing conversation anyway. Word. And I like to tell all the young people. Don't think, don't think because mm-hmm. you're not a millionaire by 29 that your life is over because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not, you know, a lot of people think, Oh, you know, if this Kylie Jenner and all uh, Travis Scott, all these young cats are, are, are multimillionaires. They have a specific talent that, that, that they used and, and they have resources, right? If you, it's okay. You can be a millionaire at 40, 45 and 50. You still got a long life to go. <laughs> Hopefully. Isn't it crazy, though, that that's the benchmark that 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 people do? Like you look online and see like a celebrity with something or you see your friend got married or got uh, or had a baby or whatever the case may be. And you automatically go towards that and say, oh, man, like uh, I'm not there yet. Even though you could be way better than than who you're admiring or trying to aspire to be like. But Mm -hmm. because of public perception, you're now there and you just. Uh, it's it's eating at you. It's it's crazy, man. I hate social media. Yeah, I laugh. I laugh when anyone thinks that they they're gonna have everything together when they're twenty five. I also laugh oh, yeah, when yeah, yeah. I laugh when people think that they're gonna have everything together when they're thirties. You're not gonna have every single thing nah. together at any point. Nope. And I and I and, and I say that as someone who's about to hit thirty. I've spoken to people who are thirty. I've spoken to people who are forty. There's just certain things about life. You're not gonna. You're not gonna know. You're not gonna yeah. know right away. Like that's what life is. Life is about learning and growing and developing as a person. So I, I always find it funny. We're like, these kids are like, oh, I gotta. When did you figure out you want to do this? Like, did you figure out in college? I'm like, bro, what I do for a living now, I didn't figure out till I was like 27. <laughs> like, yeah. you got time. Basically. Relax. Like, make your mistakes in your 20s, so you don't be that old person who's out here acting like they're 25 when you're 40. And being crazy, like get that out of your system when you're 20s. Your 20s are meant for you to make mistakes. They're meant for you to do all these things. Like focus on that. Focus on being a good person. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, I guess to the fans out there, let us know what you guys think. Uh, We covered a lot today. I hope it it was informal. I hope you guys got something from it that you can take back and apply to your own lives. Um, Stay tuned. Uh, You know, we're going to obviously keep, uh, plucking away at everything informative around the debates, around election time, around just everything current. Um, and then also, more importantly, make sure to go vote. Uh, we can't emphasize that enough. Um, this is really one of the most important, important, important elections of our generation. And I think it's important for us as young people as we've kind of started 
uh, I, I feel like a, a different movement, especially when it came to uh, you know, like BLM and, and a lot of the riots and all of these things. I think this is an, another way that we can impact um, just our country by just using our voice and our platforms to go and just go do something, whatever, whether it be for Trump or for or for uh, Biden, just go out and go, you know, make a decision and go do something because I feel like our lives are at stake at this point. And I, and I feel like um, it's, it's now or never. You know what I mean? So definitely go do that. Um, and always be sure to subscribe, hit the noti notification button to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes, as well as get in tune with our Discord. Um, that said, I'm one of the hosts, Brandon Killer VHL. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. I am the regular Nas. I'm Wilson. And special guest that you guys don't see yet, but Michaela and Chris is here, and we out. Peace. Grass, 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 grass.